Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into That's Your Opinion with Chicken Smoot. And uh, soccer of all soccer's right now. Mr. Smoot is a little bit behind schedule, so we'll wait on him. But I'm here with my producer, Cy Femic, the Amish one, and we are joined because he's always prompt by the tight end du jour, the guy who had uh, a spectacular career in the NFL. I met him back in his, geez, this is a long time ago. Vernon Davis uh, on the broadcast today. Vernon, how are you? Where are you right now, by the way? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm at home now. I'm back in Washington, D.C. So folks who are listening uh, to this podcast uh, won't be, they don't understand how difficult it is to get hold of Vernon Davis because as far as people that are busy goes, I don't. I follow you on social media. I have to bring up some of these pictures to to, to uh, rattle the brain for more questions. But you're an actor. I think you posted four movies going on right now, or just finished. What What the hell are you doing? Yeah. So I got a. I have two films that I that I produced: uh, Red Winter and Message from Brianna, and I executive produced as well. Lee had the lead role in both. I just finished a film called uh, Chariot uh, with John Malkovich, Thomas Mann. It's a uh, Shane West. It's a great. It's going to be a great film. I can't wait for that one to come out. I'm actually about to do one with Bruce Willis here on Saturday and Sunday um, called Gasoline Alley. Uh, that's going to be an awesome. Mm-hmm. One. Then I'm going over to do one next month in March with uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Um, uh, who else? Uh, 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 Ruby Rose. And Frank Grillo. That's impressive. Ooh, let me talk. So hold on a second. So how long was this? Because you retired last year. By the way, one of the greatest all-time retirements. You announced it on a freaking Super Bowl commercial. I mean, really? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Where did that come from? Uh, you know what? It was... Uh... Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, was, it just happened. I, I didn't expect for it to happen that way, but it happened. I went with it. And hey, come on, man, Golden Girls. We had the Golden Girls theme song. Can you believe that? That was my all-time favorite show when I was a kid. Really? Wait a minute. Vernon Davis, kid growing up in D.C., and the Golden Girls with B. Arthur and uh, what's her name? Th- those are your oh, favorite G- Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Not the, Gil- not the Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hey man, oh. it was great. It was a great show as I was growing up with the kids. Come on, I lived in the house with my grandparents. Man, you know they watched that show. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, and yeah. That, you know, and, and and grandma's watching the fe- the female shows for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when did you get this acting? But we'll get to your the, the thing that you made you made your name on. At least the first thing you made your name on in a minute. But when did you get the acting bug? I think I got the acting book when I was in San Francisco. I took a class at the Shelton Theater of Art down in San Francisco, downtown in the city. And from there, I, you know, after being a part of plays and and just taking those classes, I, I fell in love with it. I did my first movie in San, in San Jose, California. Then after that, I just started going. And then I did Baywatch, had a small role in that with The Rock. And 
Yeah, and I just kept going. It was fun. I, I just started started doing it. And I actually, have a. I thought about it. I was thinking about. I forgot. There's a show that I'm in uh, called The Root, Rich and the Ruthless with Victoria Raul, the soap opera lady. That's coming out this year as well, too. So I've really? done a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing a lot. So tell me then, uh, what's harder, prepping a game plan, learning the game plan for an opposing team, uh-huh. or learning a scene where you where you got to nail it? I'm gonna have to say uh, game planning. <laughs> so acting's easy for you then? No, no, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. They're both equal, uh, equally uh, tough, uh, challenging. But I'm gonna have to say, uh, when you know, football is football. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff that you have to memorize. A lot of things that you have to get done. I mean, your assignment. But they're they're, they're equal. They're equal. But I say uh, acting uh, is the least least strenuous because. I've been doing it and I, I just been doing, it. I've been rolling with it. I just, I've been right. getting better as days go by and it's, I'm becoming familiar with uh, the scene study and, and all of that stuff, you know? All right. So did you do scenes with John Malkovich? No, uh, John had, John filmed for about four days and then he left. Most of my scenes were with uh, the lead, the lead character, which was uh, Thomas Mann. Okay. Um, so if you run a bad route and you know, you run a bad route and on Monday your film sessions coming, you either feel really bad. I know you probably own up to it on the sideline. That's my bad. I, I, I made the wrong read, blah, blah, blah. Well, what's more difficult making that, uh, make running that bad route and knowing it's going to come up on film or you're in a scene and you flub your line. No, I don't think, I don't think in a scene you can flub your line because the, the post-production where they do all the editing and all of that, that's when you, they, they really make sure that they fine tune the film because you can't put out a bad product. Right. You know, I got you. I, no, I understand. Get, I know the final product, but you know, when you're rehearsing, uh, hold on a second. So here, Fred is ready apparently. So uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to bring him in. Those who are listening, I'm just going to bring in my co-host Fred Smoot, who is roughly, I don't know, uh, seven minutes late. And uh, we'll see the reaction when he sees uh, Vernon. For those who are actually watching this as well. <clears throat> hmm. Oh. Hi, Fred. Frederick. Hi, Fred. There we go. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's going on with you, Fred? Vernon D. What's up, brother? Where you at? Are you on the West Coast? Where you at? Uh, I'm on the East Coast. Oh, you yeah, you in DC or Atlanta? No, I'm in Virginia. I'm in DC. Oh, all right. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, Fred? Nice you got you got a nice huh? chapeau there, Fred. What's wrong? You got a bad haircut? What's going on? Oh, the problem is I ain't got no haircut. I got a head full of hair. I told you, Jesus, don't give me a haircut free once a week like you get. See, I got a head full of hair, and I ain't talked to my, my Baba Ben in a couple of weeks, so I'm like, nah, I ain't going on there like that. <laughs> can we can we at least see it? No, for what? Hey, you know what? I got what you call a 70s fro. I'm actually, I think I'm going to keep it because I'm supposed to be doing a draft thing with the Washington team, and we're doing like a run burgundy type thing, so I think I'm going to pick my fro oh. out oh. and rock it 70s oh, style, Lord. 80s styles on it. You might want to get some acting tips from Vernon, uh, who is busier than ever. Um, so, we, so, Fred, thanks for joining us. Uh, we've been uh, discussing uh, Vernon's acting career. Uh, who's very, very busy, very, mm-hmm. very busy. That's got to be that's got to be a cool thing, man. So what's 
What's the ultimate goal of his acting? I think the ultimate goal is just to just keep continue to get better, man. Just keep studying with the craft and just keep doing great projects. And and at the end of the day, when I look back, I'd like to have about two hundred to two hundred and fifty films that I've been a part of. So it'd be mm, great. Wow. Oh, you you ready to pull a Samuel L. Jackson? That's what you say. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, he 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 does a little bit of everything. And just sidetracking to that. You've always been artsy. You've always been into your art galleries. You've you always been into that part. What made you say, you know what? I'm going to take acting on in, 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 in spite of the other stuff that you did. Yeah, I think art correlates in so many different ways, man. Whether you're a singer, you're a painter, whatever it is, it correlates. And you can do all facets of the arts. And, you know, when I was in San Francisco, after taking that, that class at the Shelton Theater of Art, I fell in love you know, on a, on a deeper level. And I just didn't look back. I just kept going and just kept uh, pursuing the craft. And what kind of characters do you want to play? You know, like some people get, get, get typecast, you know, like some people get typecast and they can only play one character. Like, this is what I say. I can only watch Nia Long play Nia Long no more times. Like she's been Nia Long in every movie. Like I never get, like, if I asked you right now, name a character that Nia Long played. You can't name that because we haven't got trapped inside of one of them. So when you look, when you look at things, what type of roles are be your perfect roles? And, and, and how far and how deep do you want to get into some of these characters? Yo, so I started, I started out with horror and thriller films because I just wanted to show people that, hey, I, I don't want to just walk into action films and, and things of that nature. Then, the, and then the film that I just did with John Malkovich and Thomas Mann, um, I played a role this, this character named David Reese, where I was taking care of zoo turtles, what what nature uh, turtles at the nature center, and uh, character he's like weird, he's telekinetic. I mean, he has all these things about him where when you when you see him, he's one of those characters that you remember because he's so different. He's not just like a regular person. He's totally mm -hmm. different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I like characters like that, man. And I like showing those going deep, having fear and, you know, um, just all those kind of things. So I, I just wanted to show coming out that I could actually I could actually do this on a on a different level rather than just playing a basic action character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, an action character, a security guard, a, 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 right. a, a gang member, you know, something <laughs> that just, you know, tight case, especially with your body build. You know, I, I, I like to be honest. Now, this is how I know if you're a true actor. Can can you cry at a drop of a dime? Oh, easy, easy. That's, <laughs> but look, you got it. You got So so I did something on when I was on ES. I think it was it was ESPN, and they said cry, and I cried. But that's when I first started. I remember studying. this. But the thing is, Fred, you can't you can't. It's you got to respond to something. You know what I mean? This crying is an activity. So I sit in this house and I do all these different activities, and I you know, and I cry. Yeah, but. You want to you want to either do the activity or you want to actually be responding to something like from an emotional level. You want to connect to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something that that just really hurts you, like a death in a family. Do you like? Do you use dead as fuel to like reminisce off of a hurt past feeling or something? Because I've heard a lot of actors say to cry. Sometimes I just think about some of the worst stuff that ever happened to me, and I cry about it all over again. Oh yeah, yeah, they're right. That's how you do it. You go back. And you you have to be in tune with those emotions that you that you have from the past, and you and you just incorporate it into your work. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. He probably mm -hmm. thought about his last year at the Washington Football Team. That made him cry enough. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. As long as he got that check. Hey, every year ain't perfect. I always tell people at the end of the day, it's only going to be one team that win the Super Bowl. But guess what? All thirty-two teams and all the players win because it's another year in the league and another paycheck. Absolutely. Okay. 
Okay, so the Vernon Davis biopic, the movie. Hey, by the way, is there one taking place? Uh, no, no I, I'm actually working on it right now. I'm actually writing a biopic. It's almost done. It's about done. It'll be done in about a week. Okay, in about a week. No, he doesn't take any. He doesn't waste any time. So, so, so it's. So let's say they make a blockbuster movie about the Vernon Davis story. Who plays Vernon Davis? <laughs> Who plays Fred Smoot, who's interviewing <laughs> Vernon Davis? Who plays Dick Hernandez? Who 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 is it? Well, we uh, got, you could probably get Nick Cannon. Got to cast. Uh-huh. Got to let Fred Fred cast him, man. Fred will be the casting agent. Like <laughs> <laughs> I say, I oh, think God. I think Nick Cannon will be good for me. You can get Nick Cannon. Uh, you can get Michael B. Jordan. That'll be fine. Also, get one of those to be me. Yeah. All right. Then for Vernon, it has to be somebody because all actors like they. I this I do Vernon the up one right here. I get Idris Elba to play Vernon. How about Whoa. that? Nice. I get Idris to play because uh, because I'm tired of uh, a Chestnut Morris Chestnut playing the, the athlete. Like some guys, like you know, Morris Chestnut didn't always play the athlete. He didn't play the athlete a lot. So no, I get somebody that hasn't played the athlete. So that'll be good. Now, chick, you. I'm gonna get George Lopez, but he got George. Oh, stop it, <laughs> George Lopez. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, George Lopez? Only because there's an E Z in no, the I, his name. I think I think Smoot has a point. I could see George Lopez. I could see that working you out. Could not you? How does, how does an Amish person think about you? Amish don't even watch movies. So what are you talking about? I watch I movies. What? Shit. Hey, like I said, we got an Amish tech guy. So this says a lot about our show. I'm going with Cuba. Gooden I have to explain Jr. to every guest on the show I'm not actually Amish. Did you just say Cuban Gooden Jr.? <laughs> yeah, why not? Man, come on. Come on. This is the Cuban thing. It's the Cuban thing. <laughs> well, that one is George Lopez. Oh, oh, one. Oh, a, that's ridiculous. Vernon, you're not that, helping me at all. That's the worst cast I've ever gonna, seen in my life. Somebody cast their own. Are you going to play yourself, Vernon, in the, in the biopic? You're going to play yourself? No. You're going to have somebody play you? No, I'll, I'll, just, I'll cast someone to do it. I'll, um, yeah, I want to make it good. I, I'd rather be on the production side of that anyway. I got you. Well, you, if you need a sportscaster, yeah, you know who to pick on, okay? I can. I do acting, by the way. I'm an actor myself. Hey, I, like- I do producing, so. <laughs> no, that's not that's not a thing for his movie. <laughs> um, uh, all right, football-wise, I'm just, I went back and started looking at this thing, and do you, do you know your numbers? I mean, do you know where you stand at all? No. In the league? Mm-mm. So Vernon Davis, Fred Smoot, and Thomas, 11th <laughs> all-time in receiving yards by a tight end. 11th all-time. Mm-hmm. 10th all-time. 10th all-time in catches by a tight end. That's top 10. Mm-hmm. That's top freaking 10. Mm-hmm. He is sixth in touchdowns scored by a tight end. Are you shitting me? No, it shouldn't That's shock you. damn good. Well, you got to realize no, it that does. Great careers start with runs. The run in San Francisco started it all. And you got to realize he was on a run-heavy team that mm. really he was the vertical threat. All right, so that allows him to have a lot of yak and a lot of yards per catch. All right, then he goes into a, a, a more pass-happy lead. So you got to realize when he got in the lead, we were still – you know, 50, you know, 60, 40 run pass. Now, by the time right. he go to the end of his career, it's almost 65, 70% passing the ball. One of the fastest guys on the field never lost his speed. It, it don't shock me. No. Uh, Vernon, do you remember your first catch as a professional athlete? Yeah, you know what? Now, that one I do remember. That that right there, that was the highlight of my, my life. I, I believe, was it in Arizona? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Arizona, it was the it first was. time. The ball was the first time I scored. 
31 yard mm. touchdown from Alex Smith. Yep. Yeah, Alex been along. Alex been there a long time. It, 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 yeah, just long to bring time. that up. How was it playing with Alex in two different spots? Were they like you know, were they like kind of surreal? Because you know, once you leave a quarterback, the chances of you playing with him again are almost zero. How was that to play with Alex again? Yeah, I thought it was great, man. It was just, it was it was kind of. Um, I felt like it was it was all surreal to me because. You know, I started with him back in 2006 and now to to pretty much end with him in 20, I think it was 2018 at the time when he came, 2019, 2018. Yeah, it, 2018. Amazing, man. It was it was great. It was great. And I just, it was just something I just, it was a moment I cherished, you know, just being out there with him because, you know, we go, we look back at our careers and we look at some of the things that we've been able to do um, and we enjoy, the, we enjoy those moments and we take it all in. So for me, that was, that, that's what kind of moment that was for me. So there's going to be a biopic about you, uh, and there's no question in my mind that there'll be a movie made about Alex Smith and the comeback that he made. Uh, we saw you on the on the NFL's best comeback, uh, giving props to Alex Smith. By the way, I think Ryan Gosling plays Alex Smith in the movie. Um, wow, but he that tall? That he one? the one inch man. How the one inch man <laughs> go play quarterback? <laughs> Uh, Doug Flutie played quarterback. It's okay. Um, but when you look at what he did, you played through injury, but not nearly losing your life or losing your leg. No. I mean, how miraculous is that to come back? And by the way, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself here. What, the GQ magazine where Alex Smith said today, came out today, he said, they, I ruined their plans. I didn't. They, there was no love from the organization. They didn't want me to come back. They didn't think I'd come back, and I kind of ruined their plans, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what do you make of all of that? Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's deep, man. I mean, that guy right there, man, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, everything about him. I, I mean, yeah, he's a warrior, man. I watched him. I watched him in San Francisco and go from San Francisco to Kansas city and, and here to Washington. I mean, th that dude is, he's the most resilient man I've met in my life. Yeah. More than just resilient. He got the thing. I always judge a man. I don't ever judge anybody by their good times. It takes no energy to enjoy a good time. I always judge people on how do you handle chaos? How do you maneuver through chaos? Think about this. You go number one pick only to take your team to the playoffs, 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 playoffs. Then they ask you to mentor a guy in Colin Kaepernick to take your job. You go to another team that haven't been to the playoffs. You take them to the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs, only to bring in another guy by Patrick Mahomes that they want you to nurture, only to take your job. You come to a new team that actually say, we want you. We need you. You come here, you're playing well, we're headed to the playoffs, and you go through one of the most earth-shattering injuries of all time. So don't worry about playing. They say you might not walk again, and we might have to amputate your leg. Not only does he work back through that, he's playing. I thought I'd never say that again. I went on the record many years saying he'll never play again. He'll, he'll never play again. Like, I'm thinking his wife ain't going to let him play again, let alone get him getting out there. But he got out there, and not only did he play, he balled. So that just shows you what he made of, you know, tougher than a two dollar steak. That's why I don't go to a Longhorn Steakhouse no more. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys play against each other? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. did, you, did you have to cover him? Right? Oh, I, I didn't really. Want, I was. I, I didn't want to 
against Fred Smoot, man. Fred Smoot, Fred, I knew about Fred. Fred was a great player. I just, I just, you know, whenever you get those great players, you want the challenge, but then you get that one guy, you'd be like, nah, I, I want to go on this side right here. <laughs> Did Fred talk trash to you? They, they, they had Bree Lord at the time. They had Brandon Lord at the time. And I keep telling people, People underestimate B. Lord talent because he didn't have no, he didn't have a great time here. But B. Lord was one of the hardest receivers in the league to what? cover. When I say downfield speed, it was crazy. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we we didn't uh, use him right. Like I knew I've been here so long, right. I've seen us get so many talented offensive players and just simply not use them right. And, and that's the only reason I ain't want to play offense coming into the league. Because when you play offense, you're at the mercy of your quarterback. Like, I'm only going to have a Hall of Fame career if I got somebody that can get me the ball. I can get open all I want to. If they ain't getting me the ball, I ain't got a chance. B. Lord is one mm-hmm. of those examples of put him with Peyton Manning for 12 years, and we're talking about a Hall of Fame. This is how simple the math right. Um, when folks talk about Vernon Davis, it always comes up, and you know it. It's Michael Singletary back in the early days. So tell us something that maybe we don't know. Like, we saw you on the sideline. We saw Mike tell you, go. What did you do when you walked in that locker room? Or tell us something that people don't know about that whole incident. I'd rather play with 10 guys than to play with someone is all about. <laughs> I want winners. I told Vernon to go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it was one of the funniest sound bites. Because you know me, I find I find human everything. And boy, and then Coach Secretary, I always look at coaches and ask myself, could I play for him? Like I like hard coaching, but it, it, it's kind of he looked like he was militant. Like it was military, like with him. Like no gray area. Like literally, when he got to the podium, can't win with him. Won't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man! Now, hey, but let me tell you, when I was in that house and I saw that thing come on ESPN, I was sitting there like, "Man, this is crazy." Really? Man, I, I had to. Oh man, I looked at I looked at my uh, my lady at the time, and I was like, "Oh, this is uh, yeah, this is wild." So that's uh, when you knew you was in the league. That's when you knew you was in the league. I knew I was in the league, and I knew I had to straight. <laughs> Because when I saw that, I said, "This man is crazy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did it have did it did it have an effect on you? Yeah, it did. It had a huge, a, a, a positive effect on me because after that, we had a heart to heart the next day, and I saw that this man actually believed in me. He thought that I could be something that I didn't know I could be. You know what I mean? He knew I I had the potential to be a leader, and you know, help this team, help the team win. And uh, I didn't know it, but I started to do the things that he asked me to do, and my career started to turn around. So, yeah, it was definitely a positive effect on me for sure. Hey, people don't love their parents when they live in the house with them. You don't love your parents and appreciate their teaching till you get in the real world. Now, that's when you appreciate that teaching. Like, oh, yeah, I see what they meant right there. But when somebody <laughs> love you hard, you don't like it at the moment, but it'd be the best love you can ever get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. I concur. Um, all right, so we're, we're wrapping up here. It's a, we're trying to keep these a little shorter these days. Uh, we've gone like uh, Joe Gibbs was an hour and ten minutes long. We oh yeah, that, that was that was pushing um, because Coach Gibbs is. I'm telling you, Coach Gibbs is funny. Most people can't bring his funny bone out, but I do a great job of touching it. <laughs> Listen to me. If you get him talking, he'll talk for two hours, three hours straight. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's what's yeah. up. All right, so so Vernon, up next is uh, some more filmmaking uh, and producing. 
Um, well, what do you, and you know, what do you think of, of what's happened with the organization since you left? A lot of different um, <clears throat> moving parts have been added to that organization. And, and recently it uh, looks like Jeff Bezos is looking to maybe take part ownership of this, of this squad. Who knows what's going to happen there? But I what do, what do you make of the moves that. they made? I told you, Hey, Hey, side, did I not drop that nugget a year ago? No, you get credit for that. No, yeah, I'll I'll give Smooth credit for that. He did. I said, I told y'all, we're watching a billionaire brawl. And billionaires don't fight like Neanderthals. They don't fight like we fight. I I told you what was up when Jeff Bezos came in. What's the first thing he did? Besides say, I'm going to move my business over here. He bought the Washington Post. Why would you buy the Washington Post? So I can control any narrative I want. After that, what did he do? He, I had never seen a news cycle say, we got a story in seven days. They, they ain't say today. They say we got a story in seven days. And he dropped the stuff, all the stuff about my guy. All right. So then yeah. now you got Fred Smith in the rest of the minority group. He's trying to break off so he can buy the whole thing from Dan and force his hand through the NFL. So we're watching these jabs go left and right. But Dan put all that fire out. He put all that fire out by first hiring Coach Rivera, second, uh, promoting Julie. Third, every time that they did something, he dropped something else. He dropped something else. Then I, I'm finna hire the first black GM. Then I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this. So he did a good job of warring back and forth with them. I thought it was great theory. Mm. Yeah. Vernon, from, from, from the outside looking in, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think anytime change presents itself is always good, uh, especially if it's for the betterment of, of something. And this is for the betterment of our organization. They're always trying to find ways to – to, to get better. And I, I think, you know, the sky's the limit for the Washington football team, no matter what they go through. You're going to have moments where you're down and then you're going to have moments where you're up. So it's like, a, you know, it's the, 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 it's like the ebb and flows of the game, right? It's, it's the ebb and flows of life, ebb and flows of the organization. I mean, you, you name it. It's just, it's just what it is. And I, I think there, um, there's, there's definitely a lot of positive in it for the Washington football team in the future. Fred, don't say it yet. Uh, Vernon, they're talking about a new name. I haven't mentioned a new name. If you had a choice for a new name for this franchise, what would it be? The Washington Turkeys. What? Actually, that's not right. Uh, are you serious? Right. No. I, I thought he serious. said Washingtonians. He didn't say Washington Turkeys. He said Washingtonians, right? <laughs> the Washington Turkeys. <laughs> he, he might as well just said the Washington District of Columbians. <laughs> just said, it's like the Washington District of Columbians. Leave that there. Too damn long, Fred. Too damn long. Hey, but you know, I'm a Washington Red Wolves. I want to be the Wolves. I don't even need the Red no more. I just need the Wolves. Don't you know this, Vernon? the Wolves. For the NFL to be so uh, macho, they got all these bird mascots. All they, when did a bird become tough? We have no canines in the NFL. Not one. The Cleveland Browns are named after Mr. Brown. All right? There's not a dog. All right? We have no canines. We got bears. We got cardinals. I don't know when they got tough. All right, we got all these other things. We, we even got a dolphin. How that feel? All right, but no dog in the NFL. Mm, got to change. Yeah. Vernon still didn't give us a name because you know Turkey ain't right. You, got, right, you don't have a name, dude. He's just being political right now. He, he don't want to say the wrong right, okay. thing or the wrong thing or jump on no train. All right, but if, all right, you, this, is, this is what I'm going to say from this aspect. You being from this area, you being lived it. Before you even know you could play football, you was you was soaking that in. As a Washingtonian itself, if you had a say so in the name, what would it be? Warriors, uh, 
What have I heard? Red tails. I've heard uh, whatever. What would it be as a Washingtonian? Take the Vernon Davis, throw that, throw all your worldly coach out the way. All you did was stay here for 40 years and ride four wheelers down 14th Street. What would you want your name to be? <laughs> oh, man, you're so funny, man. Oh, man, it's so funny. Um, you know what? Um, I don't know, man. I just, you know, that's a good question. Yeah. I just, I don't know. If I had to go back, I would, I would bring back the some of the old. Uh, but then you can't get that. That might be controversial. I was, I was gonna say the Washington Bullets, man. Bring, take the basketball name and put it on the football. <laughs> you know what Ooh. I mean? Hey, you know what? I yeah. never wanted them to change the bullets because I felt like if you can put a bullet in the hand of an eighteen-year-old and tell him to go defend his country. I can sure go cheer for a bullet. Now, I always felt that. And that's why I think this is so important. We already messed this up one time. We had to watch the bullets and we changed their name to the Wizards, the worst mascot in sports. Now we have a chance with the football team. And I'm and I'm afraid, I'm afraid that same group of people is going to name us the Washington Cicadas and we're going <laughs> to win every nine years. <laughs> Where did you get wrong with what? you? Cicadas. How did you get to Cicadas? Um, yeah. I'm just Who telling. knows? Who knows? I'm just uh, telling. Have you done a love scene yet? Were you done a love scene yet? Oh yeah, twice. <laughs> really? Oh and yeah. You, you'll see BT. I just did one for BT. It's coming. It'll be coming out uh, in a couple months, so you'll see it on there. Uh, were you kind of nervous for that one? How much, no, how much rehearsing? Not at all. <clears throat> no, because you, you get to play it. one, man. You just how many you, takes? How many takes did it take? Uh two, three. Yeah, three takes. But you got to get the different angles and stuff. So, um, but the shot that we had, we had the wide shot. Then we had like a 50 shot. So, just did three takes on that one. And you got to brush your teeth, got the mouthwash, make sure everything's clean, right? I keep my mints on me, baby. Oh, uh, no. He, he, carried, he carried them on the football field. I seen him pop one of them after the touchdown in Seattle, pop a quick mint in his what? mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always know this. I got some, if you ever want to get on the other side of the camera, I got some good scripts and some good writing at my house. Oh. I write for, I write in my, my off time. That's what I do. You know, my mind is out there. <laughs> oh, it's out there. Right? That's I can only was, imagine what your scripts script. are like. Huh? He was writing a script saying? of what you're waiting for. Him. Hey, yeah. um, you know what I told you? I'm a single father. I had to drop my son off at this football game. They had their first football game here in VA. They pushed the season all the way back to now. So they... Literally, you can drop them off at the game, but you can't watch them. Mm. Meaning, they ain't letting the parents in. Not even from far, not even from far away. No, you drop them off and you go home, and they charge you twenty five dollars to watch them on your computer. Now, what? you want to talk insane. about capitalization? That's capitalizing right there. Wow, the hell, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's per game. That's per game. Per game. You got to pay twenty five per game. Perfect. That's insane. Hey, Vernon, man, I appreciate your time. Uh, like I said at the, at the top, man, from from all the way from Dunbar to Maryland to uh, covering you, and when you came to Washington, it was so very cool to, to catch up with you. And, and, and I told you know even Sean Merriman to see the men you guys have become, and the knuckleheads you were in college, uh, is impressive. Um, and I, you know, we look forward to the senior acting career. Just keep going. Um, you know, me and Fred are looking for some some side <laughs> roles when you're when you're producing, obviously, because we have that kind of look. Um, I got I got the right role for you. I got the right role right now. I'll hey, don't leave your boy out. I'll I'll take a role as well. 
No, no, I'm writing Color Purple 2 right now. Color Purple 2. I need you to play Mr. Mr. Son, Mr. 2. Who? Oh, man, that's funny. Really? 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 All right. All right, uh, Vernon, man, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, uh, and we will uh, we'll be looking for you. All right, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Good to see y'all. Always good to okay. see you, brother. You too, Smoke. Cool. Always. All right, Vernon. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, before we get out of here, uh, here on the uh, that's your opinion. Uh, since we got Fred now, we got to talk uh, some draft. We got to talk some draft, chick. We can't the draft. Well, we got is, is, we were 40, is crawling up. Well, why don't we why don't we tape another one with the draft? Oh, you want to do an entire draft show? We can do it. We can do an entire draft show if you want, but let's. We got. We're already forty-three minutes in here, right. and we are now part of the Believe Network. This is our mm. first one on the Believe Network. But real quickly, I want to get your reaction to the big news today. And as yeah. we take this right now, it Don't is do it, Tiger Timmy. Woods with that that car accident. Um, I started getting texts immediately, and you know, and then you're just praying and you're praying and you're praying that he's going to come through this and that it's not life-threatening injuries, which we now know is the case. It's not life-threatening we don't know exactly to the extent of which uh the the, the legs are who knows you know and mm-hmm. tigers camps can be very quiet about it until it's time for them to release some information here but just your initial reaction i know i was uh a little, a little over a year ago when i saw kobe bryant went down i know where oh, i was oj uh, oj driving the white bronco i know where i was then um mm-hmm. this this is gonna be one of those days for me so when you first saw where were you and, and what was your reaction well, actually, I was at the house and I was actually, you know, I, I'm looking at YouTube in my phone and I'm kind of listening to sports in the background and it comes in its flashes. And the first thing I hear is Tiger in a car crash. They don't say really much after that. So, you know, this last couple of years been hard on us all. Anytime you hear news, you your first thing you go is to the worst case scenario. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. been feed, force feeding us good news lately. So as I, I watched and I watched, I'm one of them people I like to let me get the information first. I, I never listened to the first reporter. Let me get the, the information first. And once they said he was in surgery for his legs, I hey, it was just a weight lifted off my shoulder because he's here. I know he's alive. And right. I know he's having surgery because if it's so bad, they can't even do surgery. You know what I'm saying? So sure. it's sure. I, I sure. thought that was great. But then also I thought about because I was Talking to somebody I know in California lately, and I was just watching movies. I'm a big movie buff. And I've always been one of them people, when I even drive in California sometimes, especially when you go on Mountside and stuff like that, it's it's very dangerous roads. It's very yeah. dangerous roads. Like, I don't think it's nowhere I'm scared to drive it, because I'm a driver. I think I was a truck driver in my former life. I, I <laughs> never liked driving there. Like, I never liked driving in the mountains. I drive on the flatland. I drive it. But in the, some of those roads are narrow. Some of those roads are so tight to the to the mountain. And you're talking about 7 in the morning? Come on, man. It could have been yeah. fog or anything out there. So as long as he's still here, that all matters to me. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Amish? Yeah, no. You were just, at work. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> the few breaks I got, you know, check my phone and as soon as I, you know, saw that he was in an accident, it's just as much as I can updating Twitter and trying to see. And I agree with Smoot, you know, thank thank goodness that, you know, he's still here at least. Um, but yeah, and also as Smoot said, it's just been, oh, it's been so tough these last two years with everything 
literally everything. Um, One gut punch after another. Just gut punch, gut punch. Just body punching us to death. But it like really I said, is. We make so. it through it. Yeah. To the other side. And that's that yeah, that's the most important thing, you know, because you know, like the the Kobe one hit me very hard, obviously, as it did everybody. Um, and I, with everything else, I just really wasn't trying to go through something like that again. Not this soon. Sure. Yeah. And see, this I, is the uh, thing you know, about athletes that I think people forget. You just said this to Vernon, and you said it to what's name last week. You watched them grow. You watch them go from high school. You watch them go to college. You watch them go to the league. You watch them pursue stuff after the league. You watch them reinvent themselves three, four, five times. That's what sports does. It's the ultimate reality show. Y'all, the fan base, watch us go through high school, college. That means you met us at 17, 16, and now I'm 40 years old. You've watched me my whole entire life. All right, well, that's the longest-running reality show of all time. We watched Tiger since he was two years old. He came on the show yeah. and swung a golf club. Do you understand? We've spent 40 years with this man. Like, that's, that's the intimacy of sports. Like, I know people in relationships ain't that intimate with they mate knowing everything about them, like some people know yeah. about athletes. And that's why the COVID thing beat us up so bad. Yeah. That's why these things beat us up, because – we go through your good times with you, but we also go through your bad times with you. And, and that's the connection. And then what I call the Michael Irvin effect. Because for all the things Mike do, if you ask any Dallas fan who they love the most, Emmitt Smith or Michael Irvin, it's Michael Irvin. Oh, it's Michael. You know why? No because they went through more with him. All right? They've only went through good times with Emmitt. They went through good times, bad times, and in between with, with Michael. So he feels like one of the family because your family make bad mistakes, too. Yeah. And then on top of that, yeah, too, we, with with athletes and celebrities, like at least for me growing up, you know, and Kobe was a big example of this. You know, I was devastated when I when I heard the Kobe news. But the thing that really hit home was watching the reactions of of Vanessa, his wife and, and his daughters. And you have to remember that, you know, celebrity athlete you know, they all have families and friends and close friends and people who actually know them and really care about them and see like knowing the pain that they're that they go through when this happens. It's, you know, it's it's hard. Mm -hmm. right, and, the, and the reality is that most kids now have what they got phones, right? So mm -hmm. I don't doubt that somewhere Sam and Charlie were on their phones and the news flashed if they weren't called ahead of time. Hopefully they were. They were, they were. But, but you never know. Uh -huh. You never know these days. You know, it, it, right. it, it goes out fast as it comes. Right. And so here comes a flash across their screen, Tiger Woods in car accident, and it's, oh, shit, right? And that all breaks loose. And, I, and as you said, uh, we watched Tiger Woods grow from being on the Mike Douglas show to winning 15 majors. And we've been through his really, really high highs and really low lows, self-inflicted. By the way, that was what, what, what loads are not self-inflicted. We are people. We are flawed well, individuals. Saying, and, and, and we no, go through our ups and downs. Well, I think it's like yeah. this. The average man, the average man that even goes to college and has a great job, then, then had a DUI between ages uh, 18 and 35. I'm sorry. They just, we just didn't see your DUI. We just didn't go through your DUI with you. We just, cause your right. name was Johnson and, and the demise knew you're not checking for you. All right. But everything that you do, we don't, it's so human. See, here's the thing about it. We don't think a person that plays sports is human until they fall. 
long as they right. high on they high and just balling, balling, balling. We we don't think they're human. We just think they can never mess up. When you don't know what goes on when they go home, they could be one of the most yeah. depressed people you ever known because they can't go out and have a good meal at, at a restaurant without being crashed out. A go through have a regular life. So it's a human aspect. I think people forget. That's why he bought his own restaurant so he can go to his own little personal room and get that stuff done. Um, I've been with him in Vegas where he had to be in a room by himself two o'clock in the morning. It's, it's bizarre. It's the Michael Jackson growing up as a kid's a child savant and you can't, you walk out of any building and it's all hell breaks loose when you arrive, when you show up. And for Tiger, what I say by, you know, going through the lows and being self-inflicted, that also endeared him to us when he's got the pain addiction, the, the addiction to, to pain pills. A lot of folks have been through that and we saw it. We saw what he's been through. Five back surgeries now. And, you know, there's going to be speculation here in the next few days, I'm sure, until that toxicology report comes out. Uh, and that really doesn't matter. The guy survived a crash. And it's unfortunate say, yeah. that he crashed. And I, you know, I, I, 99.9% of the world prayed that he was okay. That 0.1% just probably racist. <laughs> I, 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 you uh, know what? You can only judge yourself about how many haters you got. If you ain't got no haters, it's something you're not doing right. right? Haters no, come. How many hated Prince Moot? No, no, I'm no, just saying. Haters, haters only attach to successful people. They don't hate people that's True. not successful. Like a a, a, gotcha. a tick don't want to attach to another tick. It want to attach to a dog. You get it? And on that note, wow, that I got it. That is a spectacular <laughs> way to end. That is. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch the Nature Channel now. I'm gonna go back and watch. You gonna go looking for ticks? You looking for wild chick, ticks, right? Chick, do you have a dog yet? I'm looking. For do either of you guys have a dog yet? By the way, speaking of dogs, no. I have a dog on the way in like four weeks. Oh, nice. What what, really? what, kind? what kind of dog? What kind uh, of dog? It's, it's I think it's gonna be a Pressive Canarian. I think that's what it is. It's from a breed in Mississippi. When I went down there, I went there and they had like three litters, but they was just like a week old. Oh. And one of them was like uh, American Bulldogs. The other one was Pitbull. The other one was Press Canarian. And I was like, all right, well, I get I get at least one from one of those litters. So I'm going to have some. That's I'm awesome. You're, you're getting a Presbyterian dog? What? <laughs> well, th- there you go, man. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm confused. Presbyterian? No. Uh, what? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, though, this side, because I'm not feeding the chick. I'm not feeding, <laughs> the, I'm not feeding a, the chick. Like have, you heard, have you ever heard this kind of dog, side? What is it called? <laughs> it's a religious dog. It's yeah. a 17-day evangelist. They tend to have them in churches, I believe, yeah. <laughs> That's what a press can wear them at the church. <laughs> it's a church oh dog. A church they, they bless the holy <laughs> water. <laughs> <laughs> it drinks holy water. You can just... <laughs> You can name him preacher. Just name him preacher. Be fine. Uh, my, you know, my dad a is a Portuguese preacher, water dog. So. Yeah, preachers, preachers run in our family. My dad is a preacher, so. Well, a lot of preachers run, just so you know. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, that's been, that's your opinion. We shared our opinions tonight. Uh, we will, uh, we'll do a draft special here in the coming weeks. When is the draft? How many weeks we got? The draft is in April, right? Yeah. It's always around my birthday. Oh, we got April 17th. Somewhere there. We got we got time. Yeah, you some are usually yeah, between April tenth and twentieth. It's like always around like yeah, April fourteenth yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, you see it's how it's gonna uh, be a big draft too, because this is this is Rivera putting his stamp on this team again with his guys. Cause we're gonna be never really his guys unless you bring him in, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And that's a short but that's a short workspace though for the, the two Martys, right? Marty Herney and Martin uh, Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the the, the new the new guy they just got moved up. Um, Jason Wright, name. all of them. 
this big for everybody. Yeah. And I think it's going to be good because we've heard nothing. It's, it's, it's just it's silent over there. It's just business over there. I really, I really, I really enjoy this new feel of the team. A lot of it's just all football, all business. Uh, we're going to try to do another one of these. In fact, we will do one, hopefully before Deshaun Watson lands on a team. But they're not going to let him through, go. Through it, to honest, they, they're not going to let him go. It's the girlfriend that so won't leave, but you won't let her break up with you. That's what's going on in the Texas. Uh, the girl has made it clear this is not working, and you like no. We're gonna stay in this to the end, all right? I'm with you, and then you wonder why That's it's awful. bad. Yeah, it's awful. JJ Watt is gone. Uh, it, it was it was a little over a year ago when he was when the song was crying with his new contract. For guys, well, sakes. you cry when you're happy. You cry when you're sad. It don't matter. They still yeah. tears. Wow. All right, so we'll get uh, coming up on uh, That's Your Opinion. We'll talk about the draft and what's going on with the Washington football team, what other moves uh, they might make. Maybe we'll bring in a draft expert along with yourself as a draft expert because I, I don't have that. I don't have that many names in my noggin, by the way. I just know well, they need some help I just keep up with them. It's, it's fun for me. It's fun for me to watch these guys. And, and the great thing about it, once you're in the league and all these guys, they go into coaching and high school coaching, you just have a conversation where they're going to bring up some kid in the area that they right. live in. Like so, then right. you gonna start to hear these names and have you heard about this kid? Have you heard about this one? Then with me still being attached to Mississippi State, of course, sometime when they recruiting guys, they'll call me like, "How about you speak to this guy?" So I talk to this kid, but while I'm talking to him, I'm developing a relationship and I watch him. You know what I'm saying? No matter if right. they go to LSU or Texas or wherever they go, so then I keep up with them. So it just it's all fun for me. Who are the Virginia quarterbacks? The brothers? Ah. Uh, they're in the league, too. They've been in the league. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because I was playing golf when Jay Gruden was the head coach of Washington. This is now either two or three years ago, and we're playing at RTJ, and we're going down for in the cart, and somebody yells my name from another fairway, and I look over, and it's the name is escaping me right now. Uh, who are the quarterbacks in Virginia? Uh, uh, is it Virginia Tech or Virginia? Virginia Tech. Uh, he played at Virginia Tech. Uh, come on, chick. Not Michael, not Marcus Vick. Hey, you're not talking about the Vick brothers. No, 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 no. White, white quarterbacks. Um, oh, uh, uh, not Mike Glennon. Glennon's, the Glennon's, the Glennon's. He's the Glennon's. Okay. The long neck, the giraffe boys. <laughs> That's a giraffe. <laughs> I think it was, who was his brother? It was Mike. It was Mike. So we're, we're on the cart. I drive the cart over and Jay just looks up and it's Mike Glennon, and I think uh, I forget who the other guy was. And so Jay's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Blah, blah, blah. We, we greet, we talk for a minute. We have to go back on the cart ride back. Jay goes, "I think that guy's he's got something. I, I I would love to coach him. Love to coach him." And it speaks to as you're listening to folks is what happens this past year as Jay is the OC at the Jaguars. Who does he sign? Mike Glennon, or who does yeah. they sign? They brought in Mike Glennon because I'm sure Jay said, you got to have this guy on your roster. So it always plays mm -hmm. a part there. It's kind of wild. We're also going to have to um, talk. Right, uh, we're also going to have to talk about what Jay Gruden's been talking about recently. He's been in the news a little bit in the last couple of weeks. I, mm -hmm. You know, I told that story on our podcast earlier this year, the story about uh, of Kirk Cousins downing the ball. You did. Outside. I give you credit for that. Yeah. I told that story, and, and what the, what's untold is Trent Williams taking somebody by the neck and up against the locker. But I'm going to want to get Smoot's opinion as a player or former player 
about what he thinks about, you know, a former coach, you know, kind of just going out and all of a sudden just telling all of these stories. Well, but we can get to that. You must don't want another head coaching job because as many of these stories that you let loose, right? It just make your you make your ship not look tight. That's what so I'm saying. It, you know, Makes no sense that he's doing it's this. Like I can understand if he was 75 and saying, you know what, I'm gonna let it, I let it all free. I, I'm, I'm good. Right. Yeah, Come it on. seems like he's right. looking for a job at ESPN now or something. I don't know. You know, you gotta you gotta realize he always know. Long as his brother got a job, he got a job, and his brother hmm. got a what. Three years into a ten-year contract, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can be a, he can be a coordinator. He doesn't he doesn't have to be a head coach. He can talk and still be yeah. a coordinator, or yeah, quarterback right. coach, whatever. Uh, all right, so we'll do all that. We'll talk. We we finally talk about Wizards. Uh, we'll talk Wizards watching football next week because uh, the Wizards are rather hot and starting to heat up. Uh, winners of five straight right now. Bradley Beal, by the way, leading the league. Hello. Hello? I told you Bradley Beal was that boy. I told you Bradley Beal was that guy. And what you substituted was John Wall and Russell, the same person. Russell just gets more assists and more rebounds. But they both are point guards that lack jumpers. All right? They use their athleticism to get to the hole. So that allows them to do a lot of kickouts to a guy like Beal who is ready to put the ball in the bucket. Now the big question is, do we sign Boogie Cousins? Because we need a true down low and, and Hachimura has been playing well too yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right that's uh that's your opinion with uh Fred Smoot Chick Hernandez we thank uh and our producer the Amish one Cy Fenwick we thank Vernon Davis who's doing some things man he is so busy the good so, thing about so it busy. he's been doing them. that's the great thing about it yeah he started doing this while he was playing so he's his transition is easy who, who plays Mike Singletary in the movie oh that's a oh. great one well I uh I wish he was the guy. The guy that I think the guy that played I the rock. He, he, I might he might be deceased. John Coffey off the Green Mile. Is he yes. deceased? Yes, he's, yes. He's Michael deceased. Clark Duncan. Yes, yes. He would have been he's great, deceased. Mike Singletary. Uh, what about the guy who played uh, Rock in the series? Uh, Charles uh, S. Dutton. Yes. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> yes, Not bad. he would be a grouchy Mike Singletary. <laughs> yeah, he would be right. Right. You, yeah, you, and he's he from the DMV. Is that right? Yeah, he's he's from here, Virginia Beach. Oh, we to be get exact. Well, well, uh, not Virginia Beach, Tidewater. Tidewater. All right, we got to yeah. get him on the show then. Oh yeah, on the show. I, I've had I, I I I was at a art uh gallery with him about four or five years ago. Well, you just buried the lead. You were at an art gallery. Oh, you know, Fred Smooth. Sometimes I get very nouveau riche now. It depends <laughs> on who I'm with at the time. Nouveau now, riche. I can, I, I, can fl- right. I can flip the script and become Frederick at a drop of a dime. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way, which reminds me, how do you spell Frederick? It's Frederick, not Frederick. Like most people want to put an E between the D and the R. It's not. Yeah. It's just Frederick. It's F-R-E-D-R-I-C-K. I saw that on the email and went, wait a minute. And that's true. So it's just Frederick. Frederick. It's just, it's Frederick, not Frederick. See, I had a client today okay. named, who had his name spelled the other way, Frederick. Yeah. Yeah. Frederick. Yeah. But I like it. All right. So he's missing a knee or he's not missing a knee. He's always no, no. Mine Frederick. don't have a Frederick. Frederick Douglass. I got Frederick. It. Yeah. Maybe we can get Frederick Douglass on the show. He's still alive, I hear. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. I seen a picture of you and him when you was in high school. We're out of here. That's your opinion. Chicken soup. The Amish one. Peace.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.